Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. Today I'm sitting across the room here from the farmer. Hi guys. And we wanted to come to you and just kind of give you a little bit of encouragement about Christmas. But before we jump into the encouragement part, of course we have to talk about our own childhoods for just a second. This is not a therapy session, by the way. I was just thinking, what is the best Christmas gift you have ever received? There well, is, maybe not the best, but well, there's so many. Memorable. But the best of the best of the best <laughs> was when Jason and I, my brother, opened up the gift and it was a Nintendo system. Ooh. So we grabbed it, we took it to like a 12-inch black and white TV in the <laughs> living room, hooked it up, and played Super Mario Brothers until our eyes were bleeding. Black because and white. It was... Our daughter wouldn't even know what to do with a black and white TV. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And so that was the beginning of the end for me, I'm assuming. Yeah, because I became a gamer at that <laughs> moment at nine years old and 42 years old and still a gamer. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I can tell you my favorite gift was nothing at all like your gift. My, one of my favorite gifts was a book light. Oh, wow. It was battery powered. It took two AA batteries. Oh, it was high, it was high effective. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was the Beamer. It was it was in the AAA batteries. It was the AA batteries. It was AA batteries. Oh, my goodness. And so it clipped on the back of my book pages, and then it shone straight down. Wait. Illuminated. It had the clip feature? Yes, it Oh, did. my goodness. It clipped. Oh, and it folded in half. Oh, wow. It was amazing. Whoa. I'm telling you, it was the best gift. One of the best gifts I ever got. A book light. I used that thing until it died. Like You changed the batteries. You know I that, did. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what happened? Man, yeah. I could have still had that book light. <laughs> so, okay. So for us, and I'm sure as we're talking, you're either like thinking maybe of a gift that you got, and you're probably thinking, well, I remember this special gift or this special thing. So now the second question is, dun, dun, dun. what is a tradition in your family that you really love or loved uh one of the best traditions that we used to do at my um arabian side of the family was i think it was either at the beginning or the end see i that one's kind of fuzzy but at a certain point somewhere in the evening my grandpa or my grandmother um, because they're the ones who stuffed the stockings would say you can go look in your stockings and so was it a puppy no (laughs) What it was, was a crisp bill. And depending on how the ranch was going, (laughs) depends if you got like a crisp $10 bill or a crisp $100 bill. Ooh, high roller. Yeah, this is the 90s. Like, what? (laughs) Like $100? We didn't know what to do with all that money. Oh, I'd know what to do with $100. I'd buy more batteries for my book light. (laughs) Yeah. You would, too. You would be like, I need to go to the store. I was the kid that asked for socks for Christmas, so I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You didn't disclose this when we got married. And yet you spent more on my gifts than you probably needed to. You're always getting the better gifts I know, but I'm not high maintenance. Like, literally, Uh, okay. Excuse me? Okay, I'm not high maintenance. 
the cool thing that we're actually sitting here, and you're, if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you're probably like, wow, you guys sound really amazing. Well, that's because we're talking into the microphones that and the little board system. What is it? <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> Soundboard? <laughs> yes, babe. So I got that for Christmas, and I think it's really, really cool because it's pretty fun to use. There's all kinds of fun little features on it, and it's lots of different colors. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. So I'm super excited about it. But the thing is, oh, and you know what I get? This is this is what I get. Oh wow! <laughs> oh no, I'll get I'll get no, like no. a coffee he, cup with candy. That's not true. I did not buy him a coffee cup. I'm not going to tell you what I bought him, but I bought him something. A couple of things actually. It's fine. He just doesn't know because he doesn't get to open them till tomorrow. He gave me my gift what yesterday, two days ago. <laughs> Yeah, because I can't wait. <laughs> See, he was excited about the gift. So I am low maintenance. He just chooses to spend more money. It's called being spoiled. I am. I am a little bit spoiled. A little bit. So I'm excited about my gift. But honestly, it's a gift for both of us because he's already been playing with it and putting software on his own computer to play with it. So I think this was a this was a twofer. It was for both of us. <laughs> Whatever makes you sleep better at night. <laughs> So, okay, so we're talking about gifts. We're talking about traditions. Uh, One of the traditions in my family was at my mom's parents. We would go to my grandparents' house, and it was a small house, but it was filled with cousins and aunts and uncles and guitars because they would play music. And I have such amazing memories as a child growing up at Christmas time, and I know that I'm very blessed in that way. And so one of the gifts that my grandparents, or one of the things they would do actually is, so they would buy gifts for all the grandkids and my mom is one of seven. So you can imagine there were like at least 25 of us to buy for. So yeah. There was no hundred dollar bills. There was no hundred dollar bills. For all your cousins because your (laughs) grandfather wanted to keep his retirement. Yeah. Yeah. He would have had to sell his house to buy enough for all of us. So they were very, um, I want to say frugal, but in a good way, like they were very smart with their money. And so they would buy gifts that were both useful and even for everybody. Like nobody got a better gift than somebody else. So one year, my grandparents filled the front um, bedroom with all of the gifts that they had purchased for us. And so they said, go ahead and open the door. You guys go ahead and go see what you got. So we opened the door and the entire floor, like all I remember is a sea of sleeping bags. And that was our gift. We got to choose whatever color we wanted. They were different fabrics, different colors. And I chose a bright, shiny, cherry red sleeping bag. Not the green one. Not the green one. Brian would have guessed green. Because that's your favorite color. It is. But maybe there wasn't green. I don't know. So you want to be bright reds in case the bear came across? You'd be like, you're taking out first. (laughs) Fun fact, I never went camping with my parents, so... This sleeping bag was one of those things that I would like when I would maybe go to my cousin's house to spend the night. I would take it like it never saw. That's an option. We could just throw sleeping bags around when people we don't have to like get air mattress out anymore. (laughs) Not when you're, you know, a little kid. Hmm. Yeah, no, it was just sleeping bags on the floor. Yeah, that sleeping bag never saw the light of day out in the woods. Not once. I'm sorry about your childhood. (laughs) It was okay. I survived. I survived. So gifts and traditions and um, just that's kind of like what's swirling around in my head. And I've been thinking about Christmas. This year doesn't really feel 
I don't know if it doesn't feel like Christmas just because I was kind of down for a while and you're still down. I'm still down. I'm in a wheelchair with the broken ankle, just in case you missed that part. <laughs> so I haven't had like the Christmas experience. Like I typically try to like, I don't know. You try to create Christmas. I try. I love Christmas. It really is my favorite. Like I didn't even put the lights in my village this year. I feel sad for you. <laughs> you should. So anyway, but I still was reading my Bible and thinking about Christmas, um, maybe not about the village, but about Christmas. And so I came across the scripture the other day when I was reading my devotional, and I thought it was really interesting because it kind of gave me a little bit of insight um, as to something that was an amazing and important event, and yet there's a scripture at the end that is so simple. So I'm going to read it to you. It's uh, Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 13, and it says, Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. And then here's the verse that stood out to me. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. So what stood out to me is that the angels went back to their flock. They went. The angels went back to their I flock? I mean, I'm sorry, not the angels. Well, maybe. What do you call a group of angels? Is it a flock? Is it a herd? Amazing. That's what I call it. It'd be like, amazing. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. Okay, so the shepherds went back to their flocks. And it says they were glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. I think it's interesting that they went, they had this encounter, and then they went back to their job. They went back to what their responsibilities were. They didn't say, oh my gosh, we have been called to this high calling and we now need to leave and go travel the world and tell people about it. They went back to place that they had been entrusted to and with the sheep to continue their job, but they were glorifying and praising God. Yeah. It makes you want to think what they, what were they doing before, you know, before the sleeping. angel appeared? No, probably not yeah, sleeping. Yeah. I mean, they were just doing their work, their <laughs> yeah. everyday mundane, every night mundane job, protecting the, the flock. Right. And all of a sudden, here we go, sound effect. The angel comes oh and it changes uh, everything. And they go back with a new sense of hope, a right. new sense of joy. Because they've been waiting for this for a long time. Oh, this was not something that they centuries. were. Yeah, this wasn't like, oh, yesterday we heard about it. No, this is like stories passed on to generations and generations. Yeah, they were waiting for the arrival of the Messiah. And here he was. And and, he and was. who did he show up to? Normal folk. Yep. He didn't he didn't show up to 
to, you know, these kings, kings and, and queens. Yeah. Which, sh- I mean, should say something to us. Right. Because we feel like sometimes before we can even step foot in a church, and so many people told me this jokingly, but they said, I hope that you have good rafters because when I walk <laughs> in the church, the whole ceiling's going to fall down. Right. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, is that when you walk into church, at least our church, uh, you're going to find a bunch of imperfect people. Yeah. Who are just kind of like blue collar people. like. And if you listen to Chirpcast long enough, you're going to know that I am very much imperfect. <laughs> Bumping my mic, stumbling over my words, yeah. saying stupid things that probably make no sense to anybody but me. <laughs> but normal, because that's normal. Yeah. And, and that's so, who he chose to show himself to. That exactly. was, you know, the best birth announcement ever. And it was you know? made to normal folk, yeah. not anyone who had it all together. And can you imagine, too, like one of the things that I think is interesting is that shepherds actually slept like with their flock. So I don't know if you've been around farm animals. <laughs> they don't exactly smell the best. You no, know? and like, that smell gets onto you. Yeah. So these guys were just basically doing the dirty work, like you've said before, that you know, having the dirt under their fingernails. These were these were not people that were, you know, high stature necessarily. These were just regular common people doing their job. And God sent the angels to them to proclaim the announcement of the birth of Christ. And I mean, can you imagine a better Christmas present than that? Oh, absolutely not. And now we as believers get to proclaim that news to everyone who wants to hear. Exactly. Including maybe you who's listening on the today's podcast and thinking, well, I don't have my stuff together yet to be able to accept that gift. Well, let me just tell you that you're the reason for the gift. Exactly. There's no prerequisite for having to have this gift. You don't have to be I don't know, all together and your life is perfect and you're like, well, now I can have the gift because, you know, now I deserve it. Well, the truth is none of us deserve it. The Bible tells us that we have all fallen short of the glory of God and the gift that he gives us is a free gift. It's not out of, you know, selfish ambition or he's trying to, I don't know, like make us feel bad by giving us a better gift. Have you been in that situation where you're like, you and I have never been in this situation. I have been in this situation where you have bought me this amazing gift because he kind of handles our finances. And so Brian would give me this really great gift. And then I would feel like my gift was very meager. Like, it was just not a great gift. I'm like, after I tried. 20, after 23 years, I have very low expectations, so it's okay. <laughs> he's decided that every year he's just going to get a bag of random candy. He thinks that's what he's going to get. I bet there's lemon heads somewhere hidden in this house. <laughs> but I didn't buy you lemon heads. And so I feel like sometimes as Christians, or even before we're Christians, we feel like God has given us his son in Jesus. And he came to this earth in a very humble way, but yet the gift was so great. And now my response, instead of, well, all I have is me, that's okay, because that's all he wants. Yeah. All he wants is you. He just wants you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the frustrations, the hard times, the 
you know, whatever it is that we carry with us, that's what he's looking for. He says, that's okay because I will trade beauty for ashes. He's going to make something beautiful out of what you can even mess up in your own life. And Brian and I both would be the first ones to tell you that there are so many times that we have messed up in life and yet God has taken what we basically lit on fire (laughs) and he took those ashes and he made them into something beautiful because of his gift of Jesus. Absolutely. And the gift of Jesus who came, lived a sinless life, and then what we celebrate in about four or five months is Easter because he died an innocent man, and rose again on the third day, proving who he was in God. And so because of his sacrifice, it is a free gift to us. So I just want to leave you with this. I know that Christmas can be really difficult for some people, and maybe this last year has been extremely difficult. Maybe you've had loved ones that you've lost, or you've had uh, relationships that kind of fell apart, or just, you know, disillusionment or disappointment that has come into your life. And this year, I want to encourage you at the end of this year, it says in Luke chapter two, a little bit earlier on in the story, starting in verse 10, it says, but the angel reassured them. The angels were talking to the shepherds. Don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem the city of David. And that's good news for you. We are bringing you good news today that the joy of the Lord can be your strength. He can be your everything. And I just hope that you are encouraged today. And Merry Christmas to you from us here at ChirpCast. I'll catch you next time. 